Welcome to the Tech Report Podcast, where we help businesses survive, thrive, and create value. Okay, welcome everybody to the Tech Report, the podcast that is all about helping businesses survive and thrive, especially in our trying environment today. Well, my name is Brad Stoller, and I'll be your host today, and really in for a treat today as our guest today specializes in tax accounting and bookkeeping, but is, is also helping businesses understand how the CARES Act, otherwise known as the Paycheck Protection Act, works, you know, and what your business needs to know about that. There's a lot of confusion about this. So I'd like to thank John Mollica of My Franchise CPAs for joining us today. John specializes in multi-franchise owners as clients, but his firm's Really, they advise a lot of different businesses as well. So, John, welcome to the Tech Report. Thank you, Brad. I really appreciate the the invite. Great to be here. Well, great. Uh, and for everybody out there, uh, just to kind of give you an idea, our topic today really is how businesses can survive the next few months, and then you know how they can utilize the CARES Act to help them through this. <laughs> really, it's a crisis, and and what's going on, and not just the United States, but but everywhere in the world. So, John, before we get started on the CARES Act, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you guys do at My Franchise CPAs. Uh, sure. So, I, uh, I I live in in South Florida, born and raised. Um, I started my accounting firm uh, back at the end of 2016 uh, with a classmate. I, I, we did our masters together in accounting. Um, we started with the idea of we wanted to do our own thing. We had that kind of entrepreneurial itch, but I'm tired of having a boss. I'm tired of uh, not working and growing for, for, for myself. Um, so that, and yeah, I mean, it's been great. We kind of, we started to focus on franchisees because a good, um, good relationship of ours is actually an SBA lender that solely lends to startups that are starting a franchise um and that's kind of how we got started in that and and uh yeah basically what we do is manage our our clients books uh we do their tax returns and really what really was our, our our bread and butter and we're taking a hit now in in this current environment was tax planning for businesses that are really successful they have a big tax uh burden at the end of the year, we help them plan throughout the year to make sure that what they owe at the end of the year is a whole lot, lot less. We're talking 20 grand, 30 grand less than what they would have paid just by doing some, you know, strategies throughout the current year that they're in. Well, that's, that's excellent. And I, I can speak from experience. <laughs> I personally own a few businesses and I know exactly what you're talking about. I have been one of those that uh, I, I wish I would have talked to you a long time ago, but uh, yes, I remember having a, a couple of those bills that are kind of a astronomical and uh, maybe they could have been avoided. Um, I find out a little later on, I, you know, I didn't have a carry forward that I should have used that kind of thing. So um, there's what you do is incredibly important. And uh, what I also liked to, when I heard you talking is that you are also a business owner. So you're going through everything that everybody else is going through. And even though uh, right. this is the, the busy time for CPAs, I, I heard you say that uh, you know, some of your clients, um, maybe they're going through these struggles pretty bad, especially uh, 
franchisees who are being shut down right now. They're, they're really hurting right now, aren't they, John? Uh, of course. I mean, the going, and I know we'll get into the CARES Act in a little bit, but going through um, uh, the, the, the calls, I'm talking to so many business owners, our own clients, as well as reaching out on LinkedIn and other, other avenues to try and help as many as I can. And the stories that we hear, it's just very sad. Um, people that just, you know, they, they, some, some, some businesses are completely shut down depending on the state that you're in, you know, you can't operate. Right. Other places, I lost some clients, you know, like for, for our business, our clients that can't operate, well, Hey, their accounting all of a sudden isn't really a huge priority at the moment. Right. Right. Um, So yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. So even though you uh, typically you would you would think of accounts and then the month of April is they're just being crazy busy, and and here you are saying that uh, well this isn't as a big priority as it normally is. So even your business is kind of feeling it a little bit. So, um, so I think what's on everybody's mind at the moment is you know really how they can get through this crisis while keeping their business intact. And I know a lot of businesses have let numerous people go, either eliminating their jobs completely or furloughing many as at, at the time. Um, sure. So, and a lot of our, a lot of the clients that we work with are in the healthcare industry. And you wouldn't normally think of healthcare, for example, as being an industry that, you know, would, would shut down ever, right? Because it's been that way forever and ever and ever. Healthcare has always been a safe field to be in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my wife works with an ophthalmology practice. Well, they, they have been mandated that they cannot do elective surgeries. So there's all your LASIKs and all those types of procedures that are, are gone now. Um, never, never thought that would ever happen. So here we are. So, so John, what should businesses do right now in regards to the stimulus package known as the CARES Act? Walk them through what uh, some of the ins and outs. Sure. Uh, it's a, it's a, a huge act. I think the bill came out to over 800 pages long. So put on your reading glasses, uh, get a <laughs> cup of coffee. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. I might take a couple cups of coffee to get through that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's very long. The good thing is there are really a, f- there's different provisions for many, many different, depending on, on, on where you're at. So, um, for our client base, which is really small businesses, anywhere from you know, zero in revenue for startups all the way up to like five million in revenue, right. that range, um, there's a couple of avenues for them. Prior to the CARES Act, the, uh, the SBA, the Small Business Administration, um, gives emergency help to businesses and top, top times of, of disaster. So think like a, a, a hurricane. Was right. your business damaged by a hurricane? Okay, we have the, these economic injury disaster loans that we can give you. Um, and they'll be declared on a one geographic area. This has been declared over, you know, for the country. So um, the SBA, the first thing they did was release these economic injury d- disaster loans. Um, they are up to $2 million, depending on the need of the business, um, at an interest rate of 3.75%. Now, um, if you're familiar with 
SBA loans, there's the interest rate, it's a variable rate, but it typically, it typically will range between seven and a half to like eight and a quarter percent. Right. So this loan at 3.75%, you know, obviously that's a, that's a, a, a huge discount. Makes oh, without, sense. Right. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, exactly. So one of the things that, um, is, that the government has announced is that, you know, they, these loans can be forgiven, but there's, there's some criteria with that. So, you know, when, when, when these businesses are, are setting up these, these loans and, and they have to go through their a bank to get them, they just can't go and apply on the, on the government website. They have to go through a bank, but how do they get through this and how can these loans be forgiven? What are some of the criteria there? Sure. So uh, the, the loan that I was, was mentioning, the, the EIDL, the disaster loan, that's one loan in an avenue that they can go to. The CARES Act uh, released uh, the, the um, Paycheck Protection Program, or the PPP, which allows um, really banks to lend these emergency funds uh, to business owners with the purpose of covering payroll. So the loan amount um, for the PPP is a factor of payroll. It's 2.5 times um, the average pay payroll of the business for the preceding 12 months from when the loan is applied for. Okay. So that's one aspect. It's calculating it. Um, what, can, what should every business owner across America do right now? Call your bank. Banks right now are so inundated, you can imagine, with the millions and millions of businesses that are out of money or can't operate and need help, they're going uh, to their banks. And so what the banks are doing is saying, wait, guys, we're only going to help our customers first. After we've, held, after we've gone through a period, they're not specifying the period, right, but after right. we've gone through this period and helped our own customers, then we'll go ahead and open up to um, the public. Gotcha. So, so question that I had is that um, some of these businesses, you know, when, you know, they've been mandated, you know, unless you're an essential business, yes, um, you need to get everybody to work from home or shut down. Correct. <laughs> One yeah. of the two. So, so what ends up happening is a lot of businesses immediately lay off or eliminate and it, since in many cases they eliminate almost entirely uh, their entire staff, if you will, other than just a skeleton crew. So how are those businesses affected by this? If this is based on the payroll of the past, will laying off or eliminating those jobs affect the amount that they're going to get going forward? Well, it, it really depends on when they, they laid them off. So um, let's say that they laid them off in um, February. They, they, they front-loaded their, their, their layoffs a little bit, and they're applying now. Well, that would mean that February and March would have a much lower payroll than the other 10 months. Right. Um, so that would reduce the average. A another thing, it's really important um, to everybody that is listening, if you – if you want your loan to be forgiven, and Brad, you, you had asked me that, well, what are the criteria? Well, one of them is you have to have your payroll be similar to what it was for the preceding 12 months. For the eight weeks preceding, I mean, 
following when the loan is awarded. Um, so for eight weeks, so let's say, at, you know, uh, over the, the, the eight weeks, they saw you have an average of, two, of, of um, let's say, 10 employees. But for the previous 12 months, you had 50 employees. Well, then they're going to go and say, hey, you're 80% less um, of a, uh, your, your payroll team, uh, your employees are 80% less. So we're going to re you're only going to be able to be forgiven for 20% of this loan. Ah, I see. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there really is an incentive to not lay people off. But even if they're not doing anything and staying at home, you're almost better off by just paying them anyhow having right. them you know check in I, and i've heard some offices uh, especially in the healthcare you know they're 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 only you know maybe they're only doing 4 hours of of work each day but they're still paying them as if they're working for 8 hours so those are some of the incentives of why why they're doing that or why they sh should think about doing that am i am i right on that or am i off yeah no 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 I'm, you're absolutely right and um another thing to keep in mind is you, you might uh, some players might go hey well I'll I'll keep my team on and I'll pay them for two hours instead of the forty hours that I was before, and you know they 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 thought of that too. So there's a similar thing where they'll reduce your forgivability of your loan for underpayments of your team. If you were paying a million dollars on average a month in payroll, now all of a sudden you know your average is a hundred k. They'll go no 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 like you're not going to be able to be forgiven for a quite a large portion of your loan now. That's a, that's a really, really good point. And I think there's a lot of confusion. And as you said, grab a couple of coffee, you might as well grab a <laughs> pot of coffee and get through this 800 pages. And even so, there's a lot of, uh, you know, if you think about business owners in general, um, okay, we don't necessarily like to sit down and read an 800 uh, page nonfiction <laughs> manual, if you will, that kind of, it's hard for us to do that. So this is really, really good stuff. So another question that I've been hearing is, you know, a lot of business owners, they're all wondering if they'll even qualify for this act. You know, how can they estimate how, I mean, we've already kind of talked about how much they can estimate they'll be getting, but um, talk about the timing of this again a little bit. And how can businesses and business owners understand, hey, are we even able to qualify for this or not? Um, that's a really great question. So on the 27th of March is when um, Trump signed, signed the act. Um, the, and the third is when banks were supposed to be able to uh, prov provide these PPP loans. So that was about a, a, a week of time. Very fast. Uh, many, many ban banks weren't even ready yet. Uh, for example, right. I know that First Bank just opened last night their their portal um, for business owners. So, um, as far as qualifying, the PPP uh, is actually probably the easiest loan qualify for ever. But it's not a, a matter of do you qualify it for is is the amount that you can get in in form of a loan really worth your time? So if you're very, very small. You have one administrative assistant and you're paying her an average of a thousand a month. Remember that the loan amount is 2.5 times your payroll. So you would get effectively a forgivable loan of 2,500 bucks. For the, it is a bit, bit of a hassle to go through the, the, the process. I mean, the, depending on the bank, they're all doing it in a different way, but 
asking for, 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 for similar information, you might go, mm, not really worth my, my, my time. Um, right, right. Now, the, the good thing is you don't actually even have to have employees to qualify. They open this up. If you're a sole propri proprietor or just a, a, you know, a, a one-man man, man show, you have an LLC, but it's pretty much just you, you have no, no employees, and you don't have a payroll, then they go by the average net earnings uh, over the last 12 months of your business. Um, so qualifying, it, there, there, there's really not much you can do to disqualify. E, even your, your credit is not as, um, as big of a consideration. Now, for the economic injury disaster loan that the SBA is also providing, Theirs will, where they look at your balance sheet, they look at your, your profit and loss, they want to see ability to repay the loan is important for a typical loan. When it comes to a, a forgivable loan, which in their mind, they're planning on forgiving the majority of, of these because it's not really hard to qualify to be forgiven. Right, right. Um, credit then is all of a sudden not that important. Gotcha. Makes a lot of sense. So. So you already mentioned that in order for them to apply, they have to go to their banks. And, and part of the issue is, well, everybody's going to be going to the banks and the banks are generally taking their own clients first. And then once they get through this, those you know, businesses that are already clients, then they'll open up. How long, first of all, how long do you think it, if I'm going to call my bank today, Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm already maybe a little bit behind because I've already got a list of who knows how many millions of businesses that already started this application process in front of me. Sure. How long do you think it's going to actually take to get through this? And is there anything, John, that you think that business owners can do to speed this process up? Uh, the, the best thing that you can, can do to speed this up <clears throat> is have your records read ready. So... <clears throat> For the, the PPP, it's all about payroll. You want to have your 940s or 941s, which are your payroll tax forms um, for each quarter that you're going to be applying. If, if, if you're applying today, then they're going to be looking at Q2, Q3, and Q4 of 2019, as well as the first quarter of 2020. Um, have all of your 940s or 941s ready. Um, if you're working with ADP uh, or, or um, paychecks or, or a payroll service provider, pull all of your, your reports for the, the period in question. And usually you can pull like um, a summary for, for quarters or for the year, depending on the per, per provider. Um, so definitely have your documents ready to go even before you reach out to the bank. Then what you right. should do, first of all, is call your bank. There's going to be a, a long wait. Um, I actually called First Bank on behalf of a client, and that was a 40-minute wait on, on the phone. You know, <laughs> right. Put it on speaker, put it to the side, do whatever else you're doing. Hey, be efficient, put it on speaker and pull your payroll forms at the same, same time. Right. Right. Uh, um, and then as far as it, it's really impossible to provide a, a, a time frame as far as um, when you're going to be able to apply, it's going to depend on the banks. Um, and then uh, when, when is your loan going to be approved? 
in 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 the bill itself it says it's supposed to be same day which i think is pie in the sky right right now with such a flood of businesses right. no, nobody's getting their loans same day but hopefully at least you know maybe within a week if they're if they're really being efficient about it gotcha well, John, you shared a, a lot of great tips and advice for everybody here today, but I wanted to make sure if this, I'm learning this just like everybody else, and you've been a big help to me as well, but is there anything else that you felt we should cover that maybe I didn't ask um, or, or we haven't discussed yet? What, what else is, is important out there for everybody? One thing I, I would say too, I, I did mention the uh, the EIDL, the Economic Injury Disaster Loan, through the uh, the SBA. Um, one great thing that came out of the CARES Act in relation to to that loan is that when you apply for that loan, uh, now you can get a ten thousand dollar advance um, for that for for that that loan. If you end up not qualifying for the EIDL, because I mentioned credit's an issue, ability to repay is an issue. Um, even if you get rejected for that loan, you still get to keep that 10K advance. So I really, I think it's worth anyone's oh, wow. time to, to try and apply. Um, and yeah, oh, and that grant, you don't have to pay it back. I said advance, but it's really like, like a grant because it's not required to be paid back um, in most instances. So what the SBA suggested, and I agree with, is apply to both. Apply for the EIDL, which is direct through the SBA website, and apply for the PPP, which is through your bank. That's good, good. I never, honestly, I never gave that a thought. So if, so this is a little confusing. Are the banks that they talk to for the, for the CARES Act, mm -hmm. for that loan through the SBA, are the banks going to know about the other loan or should they talk to their accountants? Should they talk to you? I mean, I mean, how do they, how are they going to be? I'm not sure the banks are going to be up on, on, on both. Are, are you, do you feel that's correct or, or am I off on that? No. So you, you, you've got a great point. The, the, the banks don't want to see you with two, two loans, but they also know that they're the ones that suggested this, right? So in the PPP loan application, um, the loan amount I mentioned is 2.5 times your payroll costs. Right. Um, but it also says plus any EIDL that you've been awarded, less any grant or advance that you receive. So what are they doing there? They're saying for the PPP loan, we're gonna give you the 2.5 times your payroll, and we're gonna give you the full amount of your EIDL for the purpose of refinancing your EIDL. So that's actually a great thing. If it, it, if it turns out that you, um, that you got the EIDL, now you get to refinance it with a forgivable loan, which is the PPP. The EIDL is not for, forgivable. Um, and in order for, again, for the, the PPP loan to be forgiven, you have to use that money for payroll costs, right. you can also use it for utilities for your business, uh, for rent on any business leases. Um, and there was one other, I have that, uh, as well as interest on any more mortgage obligations related to the business.
business. So gotcha. you get you get your EIDL, you and then you spend that money uh, on any of these expenses, and now the whole amount, the PPP plus your EIDL, is forgiven. Okay, wonderful. So. Well, I see that we're, we're starting to run out of time and, and sure. John, I want to be respectful of your time. You are in your busy season right now. And <laughs> this is a uh, you know, very, very, very gracious of you to, uh, to, to donate your time, if you will, to help business owners throughout the country. And I'm sure they're all going to be appreciative because you've made it very, very simple for us to understand. So we don't have to go through the 800 pages. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> um, but before we go, um, how do people get in touch? And before I, before I say I caution everybody, be careful. You know, don't waste John's time if you reach out to him because it is his busy time. But sure. how do people get in touch with you if they have any questions about their business or if they need any assistance at all? Really, the, the best way, Brad, to get in touch with me is via Calendly. Um, the, the, the link is calendly.com slash um, backslash save on taxes. I wanted it to be really clear remember the tax planning that's that that's what we sure. do um and that will allow anybody to book an appointment straight to my calendar um also shoot shoot me an email uh, it's john j-o-h-n at my franchise cpas so cpas.com okay wonderful well once again a special thanks to john Malika for sharing some great ideas with us today and you know, I hope if you're listening, you've, you've been able to get something out of this today and you can apply, you know, what John has shared today. So, um, John, again, a big thanks and everybody, good luck with your filing. Thank you, Brad. I appreciate it. Good luck, everybody. Take care now.